City Hall's darkest sub-basement to your ears. This is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. On tonight's meeting, we have special guests, innovative revenue tools, all kinds of other things. This meeting is now in session. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing uh, just just dandy. Thank you very much. Are you? I've had I've had quite the week. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, what kind of stuff? Uh, well, I found some Cheetos behind the boiler. Ooh. Yes. What a party! Oh, I know. I and was you gonna, didn't invite me. I was going to share them with you, but uh, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> well, there there are only three. Oh yeah, and I can see uh, yeah. how you wouldn't want to split that exactly. up. Exactly. Exactly. Well, there's the whole. You ever tried to break a Cheeto in half? It uh, gets your fingers real messy. Exactly. Cannot be done. Yeah. So, I suppose, uh, should we take uh, attendance? Yes, let's do that. Ah. Okay, so first off, we have uh, our first uh, attendee is Chad Newleap. Chad Newleap. Chad Newleap, or maybe Noyleap, I'm not sure. No, I don't. Uh, he actually, he has a claim against uh, Dyson Vacuums, because apparently he, Chad Newleap, actually invented the Dyson Vacuum. The Dyson Vacuum. And, and so it, it vacs things up and then dices them? That too, yes. Oh, that too. That, but that's not why they call it the Dyson Vacuum. That just happened to be what it did. Oh. Yeah. Well, apparently when it, be- when it was marketed for sale, they got rid of the dicing part. Good. Yeah. Because that could be bad. Well, exactly. Yeah. So... So, because, you know, that's a culinary, like, implement, mm-hmm. not medical. Although, you know, combining those two things, not Pretty a bad good. idea. Yeah, the, the suck and cook. Suck and cook. That's, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's why it didn't uh, take off. Um, do you see him here? Are you Chad Newleap? I'm not Chad Newleap, and I don't see anybody uh, who looks like a Chad Newleap. You know, this is a, sorry, this is a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I messed up the letters in his name. It should, should say Paul Deshane. Oh, that's me. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're here. Perfect. I'm here. And uh, we also have Mandy Angora. Mandy Angora. Apparently, I'm the, not... apparently the inspiration for a lot of Ed Wood's films. Oh, really? Yeah. How How exactly? Uh, well, I'm talking about not Plan 9 from Outer Space, but right. his... Uh, but his um, Glenn or Glenda sort right. of films about uh, you know transgender expression and right. transvestitism. So Mandy well. was the Glenn, the real Glenn behind Glenn yeah, and Glenda. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I'm really looking forward to talking to Mandy Angora and seeing what she has to say. Me too. Uh, but I, I don't think she showed up. No, clearly not. You can just cross her off then. Uh, no, wait. Hmm. You know? Okay, I'm so sorry. I think I did it again. I messed no. up the letters. It should you? say. Aiden Morgan. Aiden Morgan. I think that's you. All right then. Okay, well, we we're have both got here. a meeting. We don't have quorum, Ugh, but one. we do have two people. Okay, that's fantastic. So, yeah. uh, I also do. There's somebody else here as well. We do. We have a third person. What? I didn't. I didn't hear anything about a third person. It's it's in the she, agenda. Is she a ghost? She, no, she's not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She's a real person. Cool. Okay, because I was a little worried. Yeah. Good. All right. Hi. So, hello. It's, it's, it's Shauna Uchu. <laughs> hello. How are you? Hi. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Shauna Uchu uh, from White Pony Lodge. Yep. Shauna Uchu from White Pony Lodge here and present. Yeah. <laughs> and not a ghost. <laughs> and not a ghost. Good. Okay. I'm feeling much better. <laughs> Thanks a lot for making your way down into the sub-basement tonight. Well, thank you guys for inviting me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we wanted to uh, talk to you tonight about, well, what is White Pony Lodge? Um this thing that you do. Uh, I understand that uh, you guys do patrols. 
in North Central to watch out for crime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just I just wanted to say you're doing the vigilante thing totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, you've let us know your secret identity to begin with, and you're not in any kind of, like, garish costume and cape. No, no, certainly not. And we don't have really any really superpowers or anything like that. So, fortunately, yeah, we're just community members helping community members. Right. Okay, so what is White Pony Lodge, besides, like, the best name for a crime-fighting team ever? <laughs> we can thank our elder for that. Um, yeah. But um, White Pony Lodge basically is a, is, it's a grassroots, um, or, or I guess, um, community organization that was built f- or created from the community, led by the community of North Central. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's um, what we do right now is we currently go out on patrols. Uh, so we're down in North Central uh, a lot um, every Friday, Saturday from 5 to 9 p.m. Um, who we are, again, like we are just community members who love and care about our community and who want to make a difference. So tell us a bit about how White Pony Lodge got started, uh, what, what the inspiration was uh, about that. Um, you know, I guess some of the information or the inspiration goes back to um, an, an, an unfortunate situation. We had our first murder at the beginning of this year oh. um, and it was a young man and there was a group of young individuals that were involved. And I think, you know, where it really came from was... Um, you know, we just saw that there was something that needed to be done, um, and I saw that there's something that was uh, that needed to be done, and um, I didn't really know what at that point. Um, but the more that I kind of thought about it, um, you know, I thought, well, you know, a ragtie ceremony, just something to signify that change was needed, and it was something that I was going to do on my own. Um, but at the same time, I felt, you know, this really needed to be opened up to the community. Um, from there. Um, you know, it just kind of snow. It had this huge snowball effect. Um, we had about 150 individuals come out. Um, people were pitching in left and right. Um, Beatrice Wallace, Little Chief, Spurgeon Root, um, uh, Tara Amiot. You know, we're just you know wanting to help and do more. So after the rig tie, we're like, okay, you know, we can't just stop here. We saw how many people came out to participate and we're like let's see what other communities are doing so we looked to different communities and of course bear the bear clan came up and we just saw you know a lot of the great work that james favel and that group were doing over there in winnipeg and we're like how do we bring that here we're facing the same type of type of issues here within north central how do we bring that here so we went over to winnipeg created a partnership and it just kind of went from there Hmm. so yeah. Oh, some some people uh, we're listening to might not know uh, what a ragtie ceremony is. Could you tell us about that? Just a bit? So a ragtie ceremony is um, where we tie together um, different um, different color of rags that um, different gangs use within you know our community. And what we do is uh, we tie them to each of a pole. And unfortunately, what usually happens, um, it's to signify, you know, a loss of a life. Maybe that young individual was getting involved or was an affiliate or something like that who had lost his life or um, of something of that significance. So um, 
yeah, so we have kind of like this ceremony. We have an elder come out. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we have our community come out. All, you know, and it's really one of those things where, you know, you don't want to do something like that because of, you know, um, you know, the loss of life. And um, But at the same time, it's really awesome to see our community come together for, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. the family or just for each other. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what about Bear Clan? The Bear Clan? Yeah. What, what, what's, what was the Bear Clan? Uh, our relationship with the Bear Clan, um, when we went over to Winnipeg, it was so awesome. Um, James Favel was just so... Um, and, the, and the entire group was just so accommodating. When we went over there, uh, we went on patrol with them. Um, we gifted them, actually, with some tobacco and... Um, um, some tobacco and a blanket and and we said hey look we need some help how can we you know uh, create some sort of relationship here and build a relationship here because you guys have this valuable tool that we can bring over and we can use within our community so yeah awesome yeah and what are you guys seeing when you're out on patrol on fridays and saturdays in all honesty in the beginning we were a little bit hesitant and I'm not going to lie because, you know, there's this huge stigma that's over North Central and even those who are living within North Central, it's kind of like, you know, you, you live in fear a bit, you know, Hmm. Um, but at the same time and we went out there when we finished our first patrol, it was like, wow, you know, like um, we got a few, um, you know, uh, I don't know what the expression would be, but, you know, just, maybe snide remarks or expressions and stuff like that but the more and more that we went out we saw how you know the community was so accepting of us and how you know we were building relationships and building rapport and we just saw more and more support and today when we go out there you know there's nothing but you know we're laughing and we're joking with or you know just just yeah just being there <laughs> together as community <laughs> members, just enjoying it out there. So it's been really awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. So for the most part, is it just walking around the neighborhood with, you know, uh, reflective pennies on? I <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Um, we've actually taken up a couple, f- a few more tasks than just, uh, re- you know, wearing our reflective vests and stuff. Um, we, we pick up needles out there. Right. We're mm. engaging the community. We're, um, you know, do- documenting, uh, um, you know, concerning concerning areas, I guess, our properties within North Central. We're documenting... Um, you know, street lights that are out, things that are causing concern within North Central that would be a safety issue. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have you ever had to call, like, you know, 911? Like, do you guys, is that like part of your mandate? Phone and calling in the cops? <laughs> Actually, yeah, we um, call every time before we go out and every time we come back. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we, we were, we're slowly building our relationship with um, the Regina City Police, and they've been so, you know, helpful and accommodating and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. When, did, when did you start building the relationship with, uh, with Regina Police? Was it right from the get-go, or does it happen later? Tell us about that. Um, you know what? It's pretty much, um, it's still an ongoing, you know, um, relationship building um, thing, uh, but we've actually been pr- 
pretty much since we've started going out. Uh, they have been involved in, you know, even just giving us some, you know, some sort of policies and, you know, helpful tips on procedures on how to handle situations mm. and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, yeah, things have been fairly a, a, a good relationship, yeah. Yeah. How were they when you approached them and let them know that you're planning to do this? Like, were they like, yay, way to go? Or were they a little <laughs> bit more cautious about this? Well, you know, I... I honestly, I don't, I don't know exactly, but I know just from how I felt about the situation, like, um, you know, um, being somebody with an indigenous background, um, those type of relationships are kind of, are, are kind of hard to build at first, right? Because there's some huge trust issues there, right? There's some huge, um, barriers as well that need to kind of, um, be broken down. And I think, you know, um, that a great uh, percentage of the indigenous population within North Central are facing the same thing. So this, it, for me, it's a really good um, way to see the progress that we're making as well, too, right? Because if we're able to build relationships, then maybe you know our community will, is also able to build those relationships, especially the indigenous community. So, yeah, yeah. Um. Last year, during the uh, budget deliberations uh, mm-hmm. with the city of Regina, there was a lot of concern that was raised by the Aboriginal community about um, policing. Mm-hmm. In, and a lot of it was about the way the policing was working yeah. in North Central. A lot of concerns about carding and uh, racial profiling. Where do you, like, do you guys, how do you fit into that kind of conflict? Well, I don't know if it's a conflict so much as a concern with the way the policing is conducted in Regina. Um, you know, I guess that, that that's um a pretty big question, but um I guess what it is is to help try and um repair some of those relationships that have been broken down over the years, right? Those distrust and try to break down some of those um those those barriers that are currently there. So, you know, if if it's anything, it's helping to try and rebuild this trust again that 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 has been that has taken a hit over some time so Mm -hmm. yeah and what about funding like where do you guys like i I imagine that you know well reflective pennies can't be cheap (laughs) (laughs) um uh where where are you guys raising money from in all honesty um at this point um we we have been having small hot dog sales we have no core funding whatsoever um we are working on right now incorporating um and and just taking a look at what our options are as well too um we you know a lot of organizations have been very helpful um they've been donating us space they have been donating us um um you know even just some of the equipment and supplies they have been really really helpful so we never really needed to ask for funding um but we know over you know a period of time that we we are going to have to start looking at those options and what does that look like um sometimes you know we get donations just off the street sometimes Hmm. you know 40 dollar donation um or you know smaller smaller lump sums but you know really um a lot of our work is volunteer work and it comes from our heart because we care about our community and we just again want to make a difference down there so 
So you mentioned that when uh, when you first started up, you had, like when you first met, you had 150 people or so coming out. That, you, that was for the vigil, for yeah. The vigil, yeah. yeah. Uh, as that and as that translated into a lot of volunteer, like a larger volunteer force for for White Pony Lodge. I think what it was was um, you know even prior to White Pony Lodge actually um, being formed, we held like, some community forums. Um, at that time, there was the provincial elections going on as well mm-hmm. too so it was a good time to kind of really connect with some of you know the the um the individuals who are running and and whatnot and um and it was a good time to also see what did the community really you know want to do like um what did they want you know how what kind of action should we take so um I guess to answer your question, <laughs> I'm sorry, I totally, I apologize. Um, but um, I'm sorry. Can you re- repeat that? Uh, I was just curious as when you when you like from the original sort of community forums and the vigil. I mean, you had a lot of people who were coming out to that. And how how is that sort of translated into sort of volunt- a volunteer force for you? Um, I, in other words, I get there a was, lot of volunteers. That's yeah, you know what? We have been, like, we have been getting a, a, a big number of volunteers. Um, we have a steady um, volunteer base right now. Um, people who are just dedicated and committed to wanting to make a difference. And they love that feeling because as soon as you come off of a of a patrol you get a sense of like i contributed to something i know that i contributed to something greater or you know just even the difference um so we have a steady number of volunteers we get um volunteers pretty much all the time um we're now working with different groups you know sometimes it's um different groups coming in um like defend dignity um just joined us on our last patrol so oh. yeah yeah it's really interesting so so groups don't don't necessarily have to be from north central neighborhood they can be from anywhere in the city people can volunteer absolutely um that's something that we've really really try to encourage because you know again we want to try break down some of this you know stigmatization of North Central and, um, and and just show that, you know, there are people who do care about their community that want to make a difference that, you know, um, you know, and we want to show as well too that, you know, our community isn't entirely just this place where, you know, so much violence occurs and all of this, you know, all this stuff. So, yeah, we really try and get um, as many groups out and, and as many uh, people to participate. So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. I noticed you guys were able to get uh, most of the city council candidates in Ward 6 to come out and do patrols with you. Yeah, for sure. How did that go? That was actually (laughs) really cool um, to have them come out and participate um, and just see for themselves kind of, you know, really what White Pony Lodge is about and what we were doing out there and what we wanted to continue to do. and I, you know, we do have counselors now, or um, counselors who were running, or uh, candidates who are running. Sorry, who are still participating on patrol, oh, and yes. who, yeah, yeah. Um, we recently had um, um, one of them participate last weekend, so it's yeah, been great. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I also noticed that you guys were involved with in the news recently. There was a house that uh, in North Central that. You know, the community identified really needed to get cleaned up. Mm-hmm. It had been a drug house. And you guys were the ones who, like, spotted that and brought that to the public's attention. And Yeah, this house has been sitting there for some time. And I don't know how 
you know, really, I guess when you're out there, you you notice things a little bit more. But it it went un, unnoted for some time, I guess you can say. Um, it wasn't until we actually went went out and did our patrol that we saw a, like what was actually being left behind there. And some of the stuff was really kind of disturbing, just because it was in a residential area. So, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you guys, um, you lodged a complaint with the city. What's the outcome of that? Um, we did. Uh, I think it was the Regina City Police had checked into it for us, yes. and um, I know that there was. Um, I know that there was um, um, a an application that was put forward to have the the property demolished, mm. and now I'm. From my understanding, the owners of that property did have some time to kind of um, appeal that or right. even just contest it. Now, I don't know if they actually have, but um, from my understanding, if they um, hadn't, then the house would have been demolished sometime at the be- end of, I was told sometime at the end of fall. So it's something that we still need to follow up on with uh, the city bylaw you know, officer and whatnot. So, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. So, how do people get in touch with you if they want to volunteer? If they want to like throw some support your way? Um, you know, they can come down to twenty nine oh one First Avenue um, for volunteer. If if they are looking to volunteer, they can come down there. Um, we have a small application process. We do a small debriefing as well. Um, they can also contact us on Facebook um, on our Facebook page. Um, just hit the email button email us button um they can also uh just email us at whiteponylodge at gmail.com or give us a ring at 306-999-0204 or is triple nine zero two zero four yeah 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 and i think one thing that i noticed from like checking out your facebook page yeah is it looks like you guys are actually having a really good time we really are it's been really one of those um things that have been um, just watching the community come together um, and even just not North Central, it's other communities that are now participating in in, in really wanting this to work for North Central. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just been a lot of, uh, you know, um, just just been like what you said, you know, a lot of fun and just been really um, just just it has just been an awesome experience that's all i can <laughs> that's where <laughs> that's a, <laughs> sorry yeah. even though we're heading into winter it's still going to be yeah, you know honestly i love winter so i'm actually looking forward to getting out there you know really? i'm a saskatchewan girl yeah I that's that, winter yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Without it, I just don't know why. <laughs> what would I be without winter, or what would we be? <laughs> We'd be warm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Well, what do you think, Aiden? Have you run her through the metric? Yeah. Uh, normally, we uh, we proven vectors. We don't consider them if if they're ghosts. But we already established that Shauna's not a ghost. Right. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. in that case, yes. So she passes. Absolutely. All right. So we'd like to present you with a certificate of improvement. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Signed, suitable for framing. Very nice. You're now thank an you. official Queen City improvement vector. Sweet. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Oh, thank you for coming down. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our pleasure. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you want to stick around for the rest of the meeting, please feel free. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. And what is next on the agenda? I believe next up is innovative revenue tools. Is that when we look at ways for the city to like improve its bottom line by generating revenue with innovative tools? I've never heard it put that way, but I believe you're correct. Right. So, so I don't suppose you have an innovative revenue tool. <laughs> Lucky for both of us, I do. <laughs> 30 minutes ago, I did not. But now I have one. Uh, That's how efficient our bureau is, I'm that we can just come up with these innovative you'd, revenue you'd tools like that. you think they would pay us more. you think. Or at all. Mm-hmm. But as, as it is, oh well. We'll just take that up with HR later. Uh, th- this innovative revenue tool was uh, inspired by the uh, recent uh, sell-off, so to speak, of uh, part of Wascana Park for oh. Credit Union. Right. Uh, and I think we can, they can, there are still ways to make money by, by selling off parts of Wascana Park. But the problem is, of course, that it's visible. Mm-hmm. People don't like to see the park like visibly being built up and losing they that green that. space. Yeah. But there's one thing about the park that nobody likes. What? That is the lake. You're right. You know nobody likes that lake. Nobody likes the lake. No. It's just it kinda gets it keeps you from getting to the other half of the exactly. park. Exactly. Well people enjoy like seeing the surface of the lake, but the reality it smells bad in mm-hmm. spring. So what if we sold off lots of like space, but it was all under the lake. And we just build underwater habitats for retail and uh corporate. Actually I really like this idea. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think some people might think this is a joke, but I actually love this idea. It's 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 not a bad idea at yeah. all. Yeah, everybody could like live in underwater domes yeah. or go shopping in underwater domes or say, you know, go see their financial analyst or their yeah. bank. Yeah, and you could look underwater. up and see the murky surface. Exactly. Of the lake. Fish, shopping carts. Yep. You know, old pairs of pants, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know though, if people are under the water shopping and living under the water, um, I think people would have more of an incentive to keep the lake clean and stop throwing their pants and their shopping carts I think into right. the lake. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, and maybe they'd ask for, like, more colorful fish. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is a winner all the way I, I'm totally a fan. Sean, I'm what do you think? Is this a winner for you? Yeah, I think that's a great idea, so. <laughs> awesome. Okay. okay. So everybody, everybody loves it. That has to be implemented. All right. We will write it up and send it upstairs. But if this doesn't work, we have a few more ideas. Let's hear them. Hi, I'm a typical nine-year-old girl, and you're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, the Giants Community Radio. And we're back. After some fantastic revenue tools. Yes. So... Again, about the underwater habitat and mall, I am I'm such a fan of that idea. If this was Las Vegas, just even thinking up the idea, it would have just become real. Yeah, and we would have been overnight millionaires. We would have, yeah. All I need is a fancy acronym, but I haven't come up with an acronym yet. Maybe by next week. I think we should pursue this <laughs> headline. <laughs> until until we do shows about nothing but the joys of <laughs> living underwater, underwater Wascana life. Yeah, we'll have to ask what the mayor of the sea, the sea thinks about this. We'll get him on the show. We should. Yes. All right, what is next? Uh, next up under outstanding improvements, uh, we're going to we're going to talk about the Municipal Benchmarking Network Canada. Aiden Regina measures up. It measures up in so ma- in all the areas that it chose to be measured in. Yes, that's pretty much that's what I'm getting from this report. We did okay. 
where we consented to be measured. Yes. Where we didn't get measured, who even knows? Exactly. We did so okay. We did absolutely fine. We are we are acceptable. We are. Um, yeah, so the Municipal Benchmarking Network of Canada released its annual performance measurement report where uh, they were they compare cities against one another and they were surveying uh, 15 cities uh, and Regina for the first time this year. Mm-hmm. So we've never consented to this survey before now. The other cities are places like Calgary, Durham, Ooh. Halton, Hamilton, London, Montreal, Niagara, Ottawa, us, Thunder Bay, Toronto, Waterloo, Windsor, Winnipeg, and York. York. Um, In your face, Sudbury. <laughs> yeah, no Sudbury here. No Saskatoon either. Uh, no Martinsville. No Martinsville. Yeah, no Estevan. Um, so there were 36 metrics that the city of Regina participated, uh, did not participate in. Uh, we participated in 15, sorry, of the 36 metrics that the survey covers. So we went, uh, we, they looked at our building permits, uh, how our clerks are overworked, and our clerks, especially the ones in the sub-basement, very overworked. There was a note about it. Apparently. In yeah. the report. Too overworked, and you never let them out of the sub-basement. You never do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, facilities, uh, our, tr- our transportation fleet, uh, human resources, investment management, parking, parks, payroll, police, we were big on the P's, taxation, transit, and waste management. But we didn't participate in things like roads and sports and recreation and social housing. What? Yeah. But we're so good at those things. Water and wastewater was also not looked into or planning. But Fire services or libraries. What? But wastewater, we P3'd that thing into like this next century. We did. Practically. Practically. <laughs> Halfway to the next century. Halfway to the next century. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, so what it showed was that Regina is within the range of performance of other municipalities. Um Yeah, that's actually directly from the press release. This is what they said to the press. Uh, Regina is within the range of performance of other municipalities in some service areas like taxation, fleet, and facilities, our favorites. We are among the most efficient. In other areas where Regina compares less favorably, like waste management, the city results confirm the city's decision to allocate more resources. So, yes, we compared ourselves to other cities and found that we're adequate. We are very adequate, and so we released a press release on that. Scored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you want you want to like shout your adequacy to the skies. We do. Yes. Yeah. Not 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 shout. That's, no. That might be a little bit over the top. Yeah. You know. So, anyways, I think we've done an adequate job on taking a look at the benchmarking study. I, I think so. Completely adequate. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you if you know what time it is, uh, what time of the year it is. It's time oh, to get shoot. down. It's not it's time to it's time to play a video. It was time to play a video, but it's just not going to play for me. In fact, everything is seized up. Okay, it's broken. <laughs> um, that is not adequate one bit. No. Well, anyways, it is municipal budget time once again. Ooh, oh, there you were going to play the city of play the music. I love yeah. that stuff. Oh, well. Sadly, it is not working for me. Um, yeah, so the uh, the Regina budget is being put together right now. And once again, the city is asking for people's input into the process, their feedback on how the city should put out its budget. And so once again, they have their budget calculator. Ooh. I was expecting a little bit more joy. Ooh. 
That's better. So, yeah, you can go onto the city's website to regina.ca slash residence slash budget. And you can click on the link and go to the budget calculator and you can play with sliders to try and balance the city of Regina's budget. And so that you, too, will understand how hard the city works in trying to balance the budget without raising your taxes. Very nice. Yeah. And once again, the only way to do it is yeah, just cut and burn, slash everything, and then we get scads of money. Oh, I know. I love, I love the party. I love, I love like, letting the public like, be into the budget process. Yeah. Um, perhaps that's the way they do it actually in City Hall. They just move some sliders around. And then uh, go out and get drunk and uh, call it a day. Maybe. Maybe. Let's hope. You go upstairs and there's just like sliders in a room. Yep. Just sliders. Like gigantic, like a room with nothing but a slider. Just people have to like. Three or four people (laughs) pushing each one. Yep. Exactly. That that sound, that's the sound of a slider being moved. They should get some oxen. They should. They should if they, but they're yeah. But the oxen budget slider is set to zero. Oh, and it's stupid. like rusted. It's like rusted in place, so it's right. really hard to like. Yeah, you get the idea. I get the yeah, idea. They need to bootstrap that oxen. If only they had a bootstrap budget. If only. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're curious at all about how much money the city currently thinks it has for budget and how to try and balance those line items, go to uh, Regina.ca/slash/residents/slash/budget. Play with their toy. Um, it'll make you feel better. Mm-hmm. How about your budget? Um, yeah, and that's it for outstanding improvements this week. I noticed that somebody else has crept into the sub basement though while we were doing outstanding improvements on on on, on padded feet, like the uh, like the fog in the Carl Sandburg poem. Hi, hi, hello. Who are you? Oh, my name is Josh. Josh. Yeah. And I don't know how I got in here so sneakily because the water on the floor is a little bit noisy. Can like you're not hearing that splash at all when I came in? We did, no. but we just assumed it was the leopard. Oh, there's yeah. a leopard. Yeah, I'm, whatever I'm happened? Amazed that you got past the leopard. Okay. Yeah, he usually uh, stalks. Maybe he's hungry. Like the, our last guest actually might have been like fallen victim to the leopard. That, yeah. that was maybe why it was so easy to get in here. Yeah, I think so. So is the shark okay? The or is shark, the leopard the like... The shark's not good. The shark's the not shark good. is not in good shape. Okay. The shark has pneumonia. Okay. Yeah. That's not good. No, no, not at all. Well, thanks for having me, though. Yeah, absolutely. So Thank you're from, you're from uh, what? Uh, CJTR, the community radio station. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of that. You're probably here to shut us down. Oh, um, damn. Finally. We'll see how this goes. Okay. You found out good. that we have a show in your station. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's been a year. But uh, yeah. yeah, I did find out just recently. Yeah, yeah. well, we we thought we were being sneaky by doing the whole thing in Morse code. Then we found out just like a couple of broadcasts ago that we actually weren't doing it in Morse code at all. That it was just like just broadcasting well, normally. I think the podcast is still in Morse code, but oh, good, yeah, good, good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, you know what they say. Dot dot dash 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 dash. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, how are things at the radio station? Things are amazing at the radio station. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's been a really, really great year, and uh, it's only going to get more exciting as we, uh, well, we're fifteen years old now. Fifteen. Oh, wow. Fifteen. You yeah. Can't, uh, the station couldn't drive. No. Well, you could get a learner's, get a learner's permit and license. Oper- operate yeah. a tractor. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh yeah. Nice. We could drive a tractor. But you shouldn't yeah. be drinking yet. We shouldn't. Well, no. I mean, I know that some 15-year-olds get into, like, parents' booze, but it's CJCR yeah. should, like, be clean for we'll, a few more years. We'll try our best. Okay, good. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, 15 years. It's uh, it's been a real amazing journey uh, from 2001, and uh, lots of great, amazing people involved in the station. And uh, yeah, it just keeps getting more exciting every day. How did the station start? Where does it come from? Oh man, that's a that's a great story. There was a group of people who decided they wanted to put together a community radio station when the U of R decided not to move forward on a campus station. Oh yes, um, they wanted somewhere to play alternative music that you weren't hearing on commercial radio stations. They wanted something that was representative of the city, and uh, I'm actually a number of those people are still involved with the station today. And some of them were actually individuals who had some of the first shows. Um, on the station, including like Rick August, who does Borderlines, and uh, Ron Bocking, who does the Square Hour. Those those guys are mm-hmm. here from like day one. Yeah. Wow. And how long have you been involved? Uh, it's been just over a year. So I, I started in 2015. Yeah, in June. Right. Yeah. So they could potentially like blame you for us. Absolutely, they could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Okay. And they should. Probably. They could. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, how six like this must have been like a sort of brutal program to pull together. Like putting together a, a community radio station requires like a lot of hardware that wouldn't be cheap, even back in like two thousand and one dollars. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. How, did, how did they get something like this off the ground? You know, <laughs> they did everything to raise money, including collecting bottles, which is actually something that right. we still do. We have a little uh, little bottle collection uh, that in the station. Uh, and uh, Karen, uh, who is uh, our uh, operations person, takes care of that. And, and we still actually have a line in our budget for bottle collection. <laughs> really. I, think, I yeah. think it's a confession time. Um the bottles that you think you're collecting, actually, we've been getting them here in the basement. It, like, just keeping them? Like, are you yeah. trying to, like, create some giant musical instrument out of bottles? Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, we just like bottles. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like a house of bottles, maybe? Oh, my God. You, you've got all the great ideas. Well, why do you think we were collecting bottles? Oh, man. Like, would we you just <laughs> have a pile of bottles. Would you like why to join you? the QCIB? I would love you to. You could take my yeah. place. <laughs> I hear the pay is awful. It is. Yeah. Wow, I thought you were going to say awesome. You, you're more correct. It's awful. But one of us can only leave if somebody else comes in. So oh, that's true. Okay. There yeah. can only be one or two. two. There can only be two. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like mm-hmm. Sith Lords. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, you just sold me on it then. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, I believe yeah. was it, was I the grand moth or just like a yeah, you're just a regular moth. Regular moth. Yeah. yeah. Until we got kicked out of the empire. Regular moth, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean at the beginning of the station though, uh, per- the purchase of the equipment was done through fundraising and uh, actually the garage sale, which we still do now, was something that was uh, created to raise some money. But I know at the beginning of the station, when the equipment was first purchased, the quote was uh, quite a bit lower than what the actual expense was when it came time to pay the bill. And that almost killed the station right off the bat because it was such a a huge impact on the financials of the station. And throughout the years, we've gone uh, through ups and downs of that where, I mean, we've we've had board members uh, give loans out of their own pocket to keep the station on the air. Uh, There's so many, like, great, like heroic stories of, of volunteers saving the station throughout the years and we're finally like we're in a position now where there's like not that kind of like scariness <laughs> with the the station it's a it, we're in a position of growth now we've had so many great people really build us to this point and i mean we're gonna take a uh, some time to celebrate those people on saturday 
absolutely. What's ha- tell us more about what's happening on Saturday. Well, we're going to have a little party at the exchange, uh, 8 o'clock. If you get down there, you can see Belle Plain, Blake Berglund, uh, Megan Nash, yeah, yes. Nick Faye, DGS Samurai Champs, and Library Voices. And then we're going to serve some cake and reminisce and celebrate the people who you know, got us here. That sounds like a fine time. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a blast, and it's only $5 at the door. Whoa. Oh, that's yeah. nothing. You're basically giving a dollar to each band, if you think about it that way. So if oh they were God. like, if they were playing on the street, you'd chip them a you'd dollar. You'd probably give yeah. them more than that. Oh, yeah, for sure you would. Yeah. 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 So you're going to pass a hat? No, no, I don't think right. we need to pass a hat. Maybe we'll pass some bottles around, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We may take those. Bottles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. There will be a, an abundance of bottles, I'm Maybe. sure. Okay, that'll get me out there. I yeah. mean, artists are mostly like, you know, weird communist left-wing types. We don't <laughs> hold with that here. So, Fair uh, enough. But bottles, Fair enough. Uh, I'll show up for a bottle. Uh, Empty, full, awesome. doesn't matter. <laughs> and you, you, So kids can come to this? Kids can come to it. The Exchange is one of those great venues that's all ages. And basically, they will be serving alcohol. So if you're not comfortable with your kids being around that, it's understandable. But mm-hmm. anybody who's drinking will have a wristband. And there will be security there to deal with me. So... Yeah. <laughs> Do the kids get like a straight edge axe on their hands? Uh, maybe that's a great idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. let's do that. Okay, nice. yeah, but like st- proper straight edge, so they get the X and then like, the, but they'll like they'll be sharp, so they'll get their head shaved, so they can you know be like straight edge skinheads. Yeah, that seems a bit weird for children. For children, yeah. But you know they have to learn how to be like skinheads against racial prejudice sometime. Yeah, so. Perfect. Start Saturday, everybody. Start Saturday. Come Saturday, all your kids will be skinheads, but good skinheads. Incidentally. Maybe they got lice? We, I know that it should be should obvious that we are on CJTR, Regina's Community Radio Station, and that this is the Queen City Improvement Bureau, because Correct. we've been talking about it at length. Correct. Um, but I thought we should mention it. Actually, we should mention it twice, because we've kind of forgotten the last half That's hour. That's true. Well, yeah. our, our last guest has had a lot to say, yeah. so... Unlike this one. (laughs) (laughs) So you were saying that the station is going through a period of growth right now. Oh, absolutely. What makes you say that? Well, I mean, we're seeing a, a, a huge amount of people wanting to be a part of the station, wanting to bring ideas forward for new shows, uh, volunteering with the station. We're just seeing uh, a lot of change in the station as well as we've increased uh, the, uh, the um, changed the equipment, up- upgraded the equipment. We've made it uh, a little bit uh, more... Um, I guess up to date in terms of what the equipment is because uh, up till last year we were using equipment from day one. Um, it's the board that we had in here uh, was the the very first board that uh, that we ever had, and you'll be able to see that on Saturday. We'll have it there, so you can take a look at it and see what people were using. And if you want to see the new board, you can come down to the station uh, between I believe ten and two for the. Uh, the open house here. That's on Saturday as it well. It is on mm-hmm. Saturday as well, right. yeah. Hosted by the one and only pilot and co-pilot from Cockpit. They'll, oh, nice. They'll be hosting the open house, so you can come down and meet them and get a tour, see the vault the where we keep oh. all of the... Well, I guess you'll have to find out. Come down and find out what's in the vault. Yeah. <laughs> come up, actually, but yeah. Yeah, come yeah. down to... And Emerge. Then up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, um, that sounds like fun. Yeah, and then you can pick up your copy of the CD compilation as well that we put together with uh, local artists covering other local artists for hmm. 10 bucks. Yeah. Can you tell me some more about that? Yeah. What's going on there with yeah. that CD compilation? Well, w- the CD compilation is this great uh, project that we partnered with Sachin Guitars on um, to kind of like uh, bring the music community together and celebrate the, the local music that we have here in uh, Saskatchewan. And so we had 15 musicians record songs of other local musicians uh, doing cover songs, and it's called Got It Covered. And uh, the, the album turned out amazing. The the bands that were involved were just fantastic and uh, yeah and for 10 bucks you can you know put that under the christmas tree even Ooh. yeah um Ooh. so were, were some of the bands on the got it covered album are they going to be playing on saturday absolutely and are they going to be playing some of their covers I, that i can't tell you that would be something you'd have to come and find out on your own but yes dgs samurai champs is on the album and they will be at the event on saturday Right. Also, Blake and Bell. Blake, yeah. Blake Berglund, Bell Planer on the album. Number one, the first song on the album when you plug it in. They're that's, they're that's good them. folks. They are. Yeah. They've actually been, they've attended uh, multiple meetings of ours. Okay. And uh, over the summertime, uh, Blake was instrumental in saving us all from the uh, from the shark that was. The super shark. Yeah, the super shark that was uh, chasing us through City Hall. Well, that's yeah. great. So, so yeah. there you go. I'm glad he survived so he yeah. can come play this event. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, both official improvement vectors. It's true. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, so I, I've totally lost the thread of what I was going to ask with the whole talk of the shark. Just like raised the hair on the back of my neck, and now I'm like, I'm totally it's, like, yeah, it's it's very, yeah. tra- it was a very traumatic, <laughs> it was a traumatic summer for us. Yeah, exactly. forget. I mean, you yeah. can still smell it down here. Yeah, yeah. that's that's me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I was trying to be polite, but <laughs> sorry. I, I got you know, I got I got into the bottles, and like they, you know, there was still some <laughs> stuff in them. I just spilled it on myself. Yeah. Ah, he's, that's yeah. what it is. Lately, he's like expanded the collection into fish sauce bottles. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. Tasty, but uh, yeah. stanky. So it wasn't water uh, that I stepped in when I came in. It was maybe yes, might have been. The, maybe no. Yeah. Might have just pure umami goodness. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. No mops in the budget for down here. No. Okay. No budget for down here, really. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, we had that roll of paper towel. We did. That was thing 2013. We had that. Yeah, roll of paper and then we towel. used it for Christmas. That was that yeah. was a great Christmas. That was an odd, we we had like three squares of paper towel each. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't regret a thing. Yeah, we yeah. made that little um, cardboard tube tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm more into bottles now, but you know that was yeah, pretty that good. was 2013. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was so 2013. <laughs> so, um, what about programming on the station? I mean, beyond the Thursday night action pack. Hmm. Um, what are, what are some of the stu- what's some of the stuff that's coming up on the station that has really got you excited? You know, just the fact that there are so many people interested in in coming and doing something on the station is exciting to me. Um, we want to really be reflective of what the community is, and uh, the changing uh, culture of Regina is something we want to reflect. And so we've had lots of people coming forward, and uh, Amber Goodwin, who's our operations and production manager, has been doing a great job reaching out and getting people from the community to come forward and uh, and pitch those shows and yeah i mean it seems like almost every week you've got you've got new ideas for shows coming forward and and getting people on the air to to perform them yeah yeah 
And what about just radio in general? Like, you're you're saying that, like, CJTR, the community station, is going through um, this, like, growth period, and yet uh, a lot of the... A lot of the think pieces out there in the pundit verse are saying that radio's dead. Actually, just traditional media in general mm-hmm. is dead. What do you see as like advertising revenues shrink for media, and as um, people are shifting more and more to online? What role do you see for a community radio station in that? That's a that's a great question. I I, I think of us as uh, content producers. I mean, we are ha- having people from the community come in and speak passionately or play music that they're passionate about, um, talking about the things that are important locally. So you may not get that as uh, you know other stations, commercial stations, move to those uh, bigger, uh, more conglomerated uh, organizations that come out of uh, some of the more major cities and are playing. You know, music that's you know curated in a bigger city like Calgary. You're not going to get that anywhere else but community radio, where you're going to have local bands played. You're going to have local issues discussed. Um, that's kind of where we fit in. And and talking about like the technology side of things, like radio itself. I mean, radio has gone through that discussion of oh, it's a dead medium many many times, and yet here we are still talking on radio because what do you do when you sit in your car you're listening to radio i mean a lot of people still do that but that being said i mean we're not naive thinking that you know that's how it's always going to be and we understand like digital is a lot of the way that things are going i mean the younger generations are using their ipads and everything like that to find content and so we have a an app that you can download to listen to the station you can listen online um, and we're finding that we're reaching uh, a bigger audience because of that and an audience that can listen all over the world instead of just in Regina so you've got shows like Caribbean Vibes that has um, an audience in Jamaica that uh, are constantly mm. sending him messages during his show <laughs> um, the same thing with Scotland Calling where we're getting messages from Scotland about how great the show is and yeah I mean it, it just it really opens up the things that you can do with a community radio station when you can reach the world with it hmm. yeah absolutely we only get memos from the sixth floor here that's Mostly to keep the noise down. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are pretty loud. It's <laughs> true. Well, it was that shark. <laughs> I think they were annoyed by that. I think I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. So again, Saturday, everybody should yeah. come out to the exchange. It's going to be a good time for five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have cake from, from eight till one. Eight till yeah, when we're done, kind yeah. of thing. We're gonna party, so you know, cake. there's no there's no timelines when we're partying, right? You just kind of go and have fun, and yes, cake, free cake, right. celebratory free cake, and you know, and maybe hooch from Turner and Hooch. Maybe, maybe you'd I, have to I, show no. up to find out. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Tom Hanks did show up at the Grey Cup game. So, maybe we get ooh, hooch. Good point. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. You know, it's occurred to me when I go to, if you go to a coffee shop, you pay like five bucks for a piece of cake there. That's right. So this is basically, you go, you get, you pay five bucks to get in, you get cake. Mm-hmm. It's like you're even Steven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you get the bands on top of that, so it's basically like you're stealing. It is. Yeah. So people should just like contribute. 
to yeah. CJTR. Yeah, which that they can do online by donating. They can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you can if you want something, you know, in return right away, you can buy the album online on Right. You can go to Bandcamp and find the uh, Got It Covered album online, get it there for ten dollars, or you can buy it on Saturday night, right from the Right from the the merch slingers that we're gonna have selling uh, limited edition T shirts and nice. uh, and the album itself. Uh, yeah. I wonder what poor buggers you've got going in to the <laughs> merch selling on Saturday night. Yeah, might be hooch. Might be hooch. Might be hooch. Not Turner, but definitely hooch. Yeah. Um, all right. So, holy crap! <laughs> Everything is broken in here. So, what do you think, Aiden? <laughs> Well, I agree that everything is broken. I'm uh, really but sorry. After after running it through uh, through our rubric, um, it looks I, I believe that uh, he is indeed an improvement vector. So I'd like to present Josh Hagrid. Ooh, that was with, actually with pretty a close. Certificate of improvement. Oh, it's even spelled that way. I know. That's I mean, perfect. You mean spelled correctly? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. exactly how my name is spelled with exactly. a T. Of course, Josh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. I'm going to frame it. Well, it's suitable for framing. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Or charcuterie. Oh. You can like put like slices of like, you know, meat and cheese on there. Oh. Whatever you like. I'm going to do whatever, whatever I want, you want with it. I love yeah. that. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you very much for coming down. Thanks for having me. To talk me. to us about the station. Yeah. And thanks for letting us broadcast our meetings. Yeah. I think yeah. we can let you do a couple more. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just one or two is fine. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got like we've got that mandate we have to fulfill. So, you know, especially at budget time, we want to make sure that uh, we're we're pleasing the people upstairs by doing what they ask. Yeah. So, thank you. Enough. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Okay, Aiden. I think it might be time for us to uh, make a motion to adjourn. Maybe. Okay, motion to adjourn the meeting. I'll make that motion. Okay, mo- I second it. Motion passed. You have been listening to the weekly broadcast of the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Our meetings are rebroadcast at Mondays at 9 a.m. as well. This episode has been brought to you by Councillor Bob Hawking's Shocking Stockings. Protect your stockings from thieves or Dawkins or Christopher Walken with Hawking's Shocking Stockings. Find us online, Twitter at Queen City IB or our website, queencityib.com. And catch our podcast on cjtr.ca slash podcast or subscribe to us on iTunes. Thanks to Sean Uchu and Josh Hagrid, or Josh Hagrid, however he likes to be known, uh, for being guests on our show. Coming up next on CJTR, we've got the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by The Cockpit. Keep on improving, Regina.